Hey folks, this is Bob Frazier. Thanks for joining me as we take a walk through Oklahoma history. Welcome back to Cutting the Cards with Bob Frazier. And that's right, I'm Bob Frazier. I've had so much fun doing these uh, podcasts, being able to tell the stories primarily of uh, Frank and Jane Phillips and the family uh, about Willow Rock, about the Frank Phillips home, and various things about uh, Oklahoma history. Um, there's a lot of good stories to tell out there, and a lot of them have come from um, suggestions and ideas that uh, many of you all have, have passed on to me. And if you have others uh, that you would like us to cover, uh, I hope you'll let me know. Uh, the easiest way would be to email me at uh, FraserTown, F-R-A-S-E-R-T-O-W-N, at AOL.com. That's right, I'm one of seven people left in America that still has an AOL email address. So uh, anyway, if you have ideas, uh, pass them on my way. Um, one of the things that I've been asked uh, a few times, and maybe it's because it's a slow news day, but uh, uh, people have said, you know, what's your background, Bob? What led you to uh, 16 years of being the CEO of the Frank Phillips Foundation? And how did you get there? And what was your background? And and all of that. Um, and so for those of you all that are interested in, in that story, I'm glad to share it with you. Uh, let's go way back, all the way back. To, I was born in Borger, Texas in 1951. And my dad worked for Phillips Petroleum Company. And so we did the normal uh, Borger to Alvin, Texas, uh, shuttling around until we uh, came back to Bartlesville in about 1954. For as far back as I can remember, I've loved the game of baseball. Now, why a, a five-year-old would become a diehard baseball fan and why a five-year-old would become and remain to this day a diehard New York Yankees fan? Well, I'm sure some of it was because my dad's love for the game and my older brother played baseball, but for whatever reason, I fell in love with the game at the age of five and in particular with the New York Yankees. I can still name the starting lineup from the Yankees ball teams of the 1950s and 60s. And yes, I have a wonderful collection of the 1957 Yankee baseball cards that are in mint condition. Uh, I can still remember growing up in Bartlesville and, and getting a rubber ball and playing catch against the steps and playing baseball games in my mind. And um, it, it's just been a large part of my life uh, for as long as I can remember. I also had other interests and loves that were beyond baseball and the Yankees. Uh, three of the biggest were Woolerock, which my mother says I fell in love with at the age of four and laid on the uh, benches in the dome room and watched the colors change. A lot of my employees say they still uh, can perceive me doing that today. Um, also, Disney. Much of that was due to the Mickey Mouse Club and the wonderful world of Disney. And the Alamo, thanks to Fess Parker and John Wayne. I can still remember the excitement of watching that gallant battle on our TV screen. So, you know, baseball, the New York Yankees, Willow Rock, Disney, and the Alamo. Those were things growing up that were really special to me. As the years passed, many things changed, but those childhood dreams remained pretty special to me. After I graduated from the University of Tulsa in 1974, I entered the real world and went to work for the First National Bank of Bartlesville. 
I went to work in their trust department. And after that, I became part of a real estate development and management company in Tulsa with uh, two of my really good friends that I grew up with here in Bartlesville. As the years went on, I, I still thought how great it would be to work for Disney as part of their management team, but I had a job that I thoroughly enjoyed, and that dream would have to remain just that, a dream. Our Tulsa company, we owned and, and managed independent senior living communities all over the country. Uh, at first, we owned uh, multi-apartment uh, complexes, uh, but then all of a sudden it became very clear, uh, the demographics sort of indicated that, uh, that senior housing was going to be something that was going to be much needed in the, in the future. And so we segued from apartments into senior living industry. Um, about 20 years ago, on one of our family trips to Disney World, we toured the new community at that time of Celebration. Um, it was a planned community that was started by the Disney company just outside of Disney World. And as we walked through this brand new city that was being built, my wife asked me if I thought that Disney would be interested in having a, a senior living component in the town of Celebration. And I quickly dismissed that as, as no, I'm sure they wouldn't. Um, but I couldn't get that idea out of my head. And so on a, on a whim, a couple weeks later, I sat down and I wrote a letter to Michael Eisner, who at the time was the CEO of the Disney company. Knowing that the chances of it ever reaching his office were slim and the chance for a reply were even less so. Well, several weeks later, my secretary handed me a note that said, Michael Eisner's office called and they want you to call them back. Come to find out, they did have an interest in senior housing, and that was the start of many trips to their Florida offices, working with them on what that senior project would look like. Well, over the next two years, I worked with their management team, and we assembled a team of the best architects, landscape architects, interior design teams, construction people that were in the country to design this unique senior living community for the Disney Company. Thanks to my wife's great idea, which I wish I could have claimed as my own, but I, I can't, that senior community was built in the town of Celebration just as our team designed it. Several months later, I got a call from one of the senior vice presidents at Disney Imagineering that I'd worked closely with over the, over the last year, and he said that Disney had an opening that he thought would be perfect for me and he hoped I would consider it. We made several more trips to Florida, looked at homes and toured schools, and I got a formal offer of employment from the Walt Disney Company. I turned them down. For some reason, I knew that no was the right answer, even though it was something I had dreamed of doing my entire life. About a year later, the Frank Phillips Foundation reached out to me and asked me if I would help prepare a strategy for them to help waken the sleeping treasure named Willarock. Interesting, first Disney and now Willarock. This time I said yes, and a consulting job turned into the opportunity of a lifetime when I accepted their offer to step in as CEO. I cannot imagine anyone loving their job more than I have. 
The twists and turns that led me to this role have been amazing to say the least. 16 years of being able to oversee Woolerock and then the Frank Phillips home were literally a dream come true. From laying on that bench in the dome room of the museum at the age of six to serving as their CEO, you can call it magic, you can call it fate, you can call it blind luck, whatever it is, I believe in it. Oh, and one more thing. About 10 years ago, when I was still at Woolerock, my phone rang at the office and it was a Texas company. They'd heard a lot of good things about the changes and the improvements that had been made at Woolerock, and they asked if I would fly down to San Antonio and talk to them about an opening that they had for an executive director's job at the Alamo. Simply put, for this five-year-old boy, dreams really do come true. Now I sit here patiently waiting for a call from the New York Yankees. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Bob Frazier, and remember, trust everyone, but be sure you cut the cards. If you enjoyed cutting the cards with Bob, come experience Oklahoma firsthand in Osage County, where the smiles are always free. Find out more at visittheosage.com.